Impact 89 FM's own NFL podcast. This is the Pylon. Welcome into the Pylon at Impact 89FM WDBM's own NFL podcast. My name is Jada Costner alongside Grace Galeric and Manit Patel. We are cur- I am currently filling in for Michael Markoch, who is currently out of town in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, the NFL draft is less than a week away, fellas, believe it or not. We're going to talk a lot about the storylines coming into this crazy week, as well as our own mock draft for half of the first round. So, fellas, how are we doing today? Good. Uh, kind of disappointed in my team, but yeah, good. That yeah, was, absolutely. That, that, uh, that was a disaster was earlier today. The, the new, we'll talk about awful the, new, news the news breaking a little bit, but the Lions not having a good day so far with their staffers and their, and a few of their players. Two got suspended and one for six games. So we'll talk about that in a little bit as you know we roll on. Like We're less than a week away from the NFL draft, believe it or not. It's one of the crazier times of the NFL offseason schedule. I mean... Before you know it, we'll be like just around this time. We'll be in the third. We'll be in the third round, selecting other players. So it's gonna be a lot of fun. Like a crazy time of year with a lot of players getting traded away, as well as franchises making their decisions for the future. So, anyways, we're gonna start off actually with our mock draft right away. We had we did this last year, I believe. We I don't know how, I don't know how many picks it was, Manit, but we. I think we got a full first round done, so we're kind of kind of cut in half here. So hopefully we're we're right. Like I, I think I got a decent amount right last year uh, for the NFL draft. So hopefully I could continue that streak this year. So anyways, for this year's draft, twenty twenty three, we're just gonna go around the table and give our picks on who is going to be going to what franchise. And, yeah, let's just get right into it. Right here with the Carolina Panthers who trade up from the Chicago Bears, from jumped up from 9-1, to one, gave up two first-round picks, a couple second-rounders, and D.J. Moore. And presumably we think it's going to be a quarterback, right? It's going to be one of these guys, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, or Will Levis. Ve- Las Vegas has the odds at around minus 1,000 for Bryce Young. I have Jeez. the Panthers taking Bryce Young because he – Bryce Young canceled all of his yeah. uh, yes. pre-draft meetings with other teams, and he came out of the Panthers facility, and it looks like the Panthers are kind of eyeing in on him. So for me, I have Bryce Young, but Gray, I'll start with you. What do you think the Panthers are going to do here? I agree with you on the Bryce Young thing. I personally, if I am the GM, I think C.J. Stroud. I go C.J. Stroud with, I think he's a better pure pocket passer. Mm-hmm. He's not necessarily at just as mobile but you see Frank Wright coming in as a new head coach. Every single quarterback that he's worked with throughout his NFL head coaching career and assistant coaching career, whatever it is, has been 6'3 plus, which C.J. Stroud, 6'3", you know, he's a big athletic guy, pure pocket passer. I think it's the type of quarterback that Frank Reich wants to work with, but for some reason they just seem sold on Bryce Young, so I have to say Bryce Young here. Yeah, I mean, with all the information that's come out in the past week with him canceling his interviews and all of that, it seems pretty clear the pick's going to be young. Um, we've talked on the show for a while that we thought it should have been Stroud. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I don't know, I see the pro readiness in Young and that Carolina roster is more ready to compete than anybody else in the top four. 
who's going to have a shot at the two quarterbacks. So um, I see the move to draft Young and see if you can win this year with him. Yeah. Try and get a division title. He just no. seems like he's ready for that. Yeah. Like yeah. the football IQ is there, the pocket presence, the scrambling. It, it just seems like he's ready to make the leap. To no, the yeah, NFL. definitely. Bryce Young, I mean, it's either, we, we talked about this a lot. If Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, who is it going to be? Is, is it Ryan Lee for Peyton Manning? Is it a type of comparison? But no, Bryce Young, I think, is the most NFL, NFL ready prospect for a quarterback in this draft. He makes all the throws that you want. I always go back to that the Iron Bowl game in 2021 where he led Alabama down the field 90 yards. That was crazy. It, it was a 10-3. Auburn was up 10-3. There was like mm-hmm. 49 seconds left. Bryce Young just leads him down the field like it's nothing. Yeah, I mean, he Bryce Young is that type of guy that I want on my team. So, yeah, I got the Panthers selecting Bryce Young with the first overall pick. Next, we got an organization that has kind of been in, in the rumors the last few days. They've uh, GM Nick Casario with the Houston Texans said they have thought have been o- open to listen to calls for the number two pick, which I found I found stunning because this is an organization that's that really has not gotten out of their own way the last four years. They really haven't had a quarterback since they traded Deshaun Watson. You you you, you uh, um, used Davis Mills last year, didn't really work out. I, I I think it's safe to assume that the Texans are looking to draft a quarterback here, but. Who knows? I right now I have the Texans selecting C.J. Stroud, but if they trade down, it looks like they will most likely not take a quarterback. So, Gray, what do you think the Texans are going to do here? Because it's they're just I don't, I don't even know what they're doing. This anymore. has to be C.J. Stroud. I think if it's any other player, then they're shooting themselves in the foot. Quite frankly, I mean. The offense is loaded coming into this next year. You know, we had Singletary sign from the Bills. They bring in Dalton Schultz. Um, they are presumably getting John Mechie back, who they drafted last year out of Alabama. He was Jamison Williams' counterpart at Alabama. Um, so the offense is loaded. Just signed, re-signed Laramie Tunsil. They're getting another guy in C.J. Stroud that is a pocket presence, which is what they like. I don't really know what the offensive kind of scheme is going to be there, per se, necessarily. But, I mean, C.J. Stroud is far and away the next best quarterback aside from Bryce Young in this draft. So I, I've got C.J. Stroud. Um, I don't know. This is this one's interesting because you hear, you've heard so many rumors about where they might go. I honestly thought Jalen Carter was going to be a pick for the longest time before he ended up with his um, legal issues. Um, I don't see quarterback just yet. I feel like D'Amico Ryans and, more importantly, the front office know that this team... Even though they made some really solid moves this offseason, this team isn't super ready to compete um, mm-hmm. going into next year. So I think getting like a foundational piece for your defense or, I mean, it really is your defense between Carter and Anderson, um, getting one of those guys who can really like just lock down for 10 years there, buy into what Ryan's is coaching and all of that. Um, so I think they'll go... Will Anderson, I hope he lasts a little bit longer. Um, and quarterback makes all the sense in the world, but I just I think they've they seem pretty set on either trading out or not getting quarterback. So you you got them taking Will Anderson, yeah. And are they does that mean they're going to be tanking for Caleb Williams next year? Yeah, Caleb Williams or Drake May. I mean, I like Drake May a lot personally. Yeah, I, I think he's going to be solid, but um, <coughs> yeah, I I like. 
Caleb Williams in Houston would be pretty nice too. They need a couple more weapons. Maybe take a receiver at 12 and see if Davis Mills can use him a little bit. But uh, eventually, yeah, it's going to be a different quarterback's team. Yeah, so Manit's got Will Anderson to the Texans, and Gray's got C.J. Stroud like I do. So it's going to be really interesting to see what the Texans do with the number two pick. Number three pick, the Arizona Cardinals on the clock here. This is an organization, another, another organization that's kind of been in a free fall this offseason. I mean, you got DeAndre Hopkins who wants out. You got Buda Baker who wants out. Um, they just released their new uniforms yesterday that were not, I don't know if you guys saw those, but pretty bad uniforms, I, yeah, I'm just going to say the least. But Not a very good upgrade. Um, they did? Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's the same thing as last year. I mean, with the, their main uni- home uniforms, like the all red, and then they got the all black as their alternates, and then the aways are just all white. It, it's just pretty bland and... I don't know. I, it's just I, I don't know. The, the the Cardinals offseason as a whole has been, just been a bunch total of mediocre, total dumpster fire so yeah, far. Definitely. Yeah. So and they don't have a timeline on Kyler's return either. Yeah, he won't be back till probably <laughs> November, December. So the Cardinals are on the clock here, number three. Um, right now, I have them taking Will Anderson. He's the best defensive player in this draft on the board right here. Um, he's, I mean, you don't need a quarterback. Kyler Murray's going to be coming back um, later in the season, but. For right now, they, they need star power on that defense. They need a lot of guys that can fill. They need to fill holes quickly. So Will Anderson will be that guy on defense. Um, Gray, I mean, like, yeah, I I got to go with Will Anderson here. I, you you kind of hit on it. They've got just total dumpster fire of an organization. Did nothing in the off season. Um, the D Hop trade rumors are out there. They're probably going to get some picks for him. They need draft capital beyond their third overall pick, um, but they're going to stay. I've, uh, they could potentially trade out. I mean, this—they seem like the most prime candidate in the top ten right now, as of right now, to trade out of that spot. Um, but I say Will Anderson. You know, the guy's a freak off the edge, um, which is obviously what they need. So I'm going with him. Yeah, I mean. Realistically, a trade-out is the best option for Arizona. They're not really in the need to take a quarterback, and they could capitalize off a team's desperateness. Um, Indianapolis, I think if they play their cards right, they could they could see them just moving up a pick, which is not that significant because Arizona, they, everybody knows they won't take a quarterback, but um, if they play their cards right, they could mm-hmm. end up trading out. Um, but for now, I got them taking Jalen Carter. I mean, best player on the board still. Nothing really much else to do about it. I know the legal injuries are, or the legal issues are there, and you know, pretty prevalent still. But at the end of the day, he's a building block that you can hopefully keep on your team for a long time to come. Oh yeah, definitely. So. And you, you mentioned the Cardinals are another team that. <laughs> Um, is like they could possibly trade down. You know, you you might have a team like the Titans who want to move up yeah, to that number three thinking. spot. Um, you know, some of these teams that kind of need a quarterback. So it's going to be really interesting to see how that plays out. Up next, the Indianapolis Colts, a team that had a very bad season, fired Frank Reich, hired um, who, who did that? Shane Steichen. Shane Steichen. Yeah. Yes, uh, they brought in Shane Steichen from the Arizona Cardinals. So the Colts. On the clock now, it's going to be interesting to see what they do here. If they go quarterback or they just go best defensive player on the board, I think we all maybe all agree that they do need a quarterback in this position. Um, Minnie, Minnie, what do you think the Colts are going to do here? I'm going to start off with you again. 
on my draft board, CJ Stroud is still available, but I think mm-hmm. the Colts are a little in love with Will Levis, and that's what the pick's going to be. I'm not a big Will Levis believer, personally. I don't think he he had too significant of a drop-off from his junior year to the senior year. I know they lost players and all of that, and he did, definitely had a less talented roster around him, but uh, I, you shouldn't be seeing that much of a drop-off as a elite "Quote unquote elite quarterback in college football, um, especially if you're going to be a top five pick, inconsistency from one season to another like that in the best conference in the country is yeah. not going to get you that far. Um, but I still think Indiana's mm-hmm. Indianapolis is pretty infatuated with him, and they're going to take him and see what happens. Yeah, I got Anthony Richardson in this spot. Like it's 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 a debate between Levis and Richardson. I just think Indy. I think Indy might be in, in love with his arm strength, and you know Richardson is you know fifty three percent completion percentage in college, not great, but they need a quarterback in this spot. I think Richardson has kind of slight edge. Like, like you said, I'm not really a, a Will Levis guy, but he's got a lot of raw potential there. Um, so I'm gonna lean Anthony Richardson for the Colts there. Gray, what do you See, think? I am a Will Levis guy, and I still have him going in my top ten later on. Um, but I think it's Anthony Richardson. The 53% completion percentage worries me. Only having started 13 games in college worries me. The last time we saw that happen was Mitch Trubisky yep. with Chicago. Mm-hmm. We know how that experiment worked out. That worries me, but I think just the pure athleticism that he has, I think kind of sells him on the Colts. Shane Steichen worked with Jalen Hurts last year as the Eagles OC. I think he likes a really athletic pocket presence, uh, or excuse me, really athletic mobile quarterback. I think that is Anthony Richardson, so I've got him going to number four. Yeah, I mean, uh, we talked about Richardson a lot. Uh, couple, it was either last week or a couple weeks ago. He, I think he'll be either be a guy that is out of the league in a few years, or he's the next like Josh Allen. I yeah, feel like he's, I mean, just an athletic freak. Mm-hmm. But can he play NFL football? Like, yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting. So next we got the Seattle Seahawks. I know it's just kind of boring for me. Like many, you did a lot of trades. I'm just, I'm just doing this mock draft perspective. Just no trades, but obviously that that won't happen. So I'm just gonna stick with what I have. The Seahawks, number five, a, a team that uh, had a very surprising season last year, and they got they got that pick from the Rams. They, who, no, not the Rams. Uh, that was the Denver. Lions. Denver, yes, and in the Russell Wilson trade. So the Seahawks, I have the Seahawks taking Jalen Carter. Um, you know, like like you said, one of the best defensive players in this draft. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the Seahawks made a lot of moves on their defensive line last season, signed Draymond Jones to a three-year deal from the Broncos. I think adding Jalen Carter to that defensive line only makes them a lot better, and it can it, they can really improve from where last year their defensive line just wasn't really that good. So I got Jalen Carter. What about you guys? Yeah. I- I'm torn between because this obviously seems like defense here. I mean, they're pretty shorn up on the the offensive side of the ball. I'm going opposite Jalen Carter and going with Tyree Wilson. I think he's the best besides Will Anderson. I think he's the best edge rush prospect. I'd love to see him drop to number six and pair him with Aiden Hutchinson for the Lions, um, but I just don't think it's going to happen. You mentioned Draymond Jones coming in for an overpay of a contract, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, I think it, this is Tyree Wilson here. You know, they need to rebuild that defense. They still have Jamal or Jamal Adams um, on a contract. He's still a top ten ish safety in the league. 
bringing Bobby Wagner back in. So I think that this is defense, and I think it's Tyree Wilson here. So. Yeah, I mean, I had the same pick, too. Tyree Wilson should be the pick. They really need a D lineman, and, I mean, yeah, they they need, they cut everybody this offseason. Like, they really revamped their room. So I think getting Tyree Wilson, a super athletic freak in there, um, is going to go a long way. And, I mean, they they seem pretty locked in with Geno after the extension, mm-hmm. so I don't think quarterbacks are really the play there. No, yeah, definitely. Geno signed that big extension over the offseason, so no quarterback can play for them. On the Lions, the hometown team for U2, um, it's going to be interesting to see what they do here because we had the situation today where, and we'll talk about this a little bit, where uh, Jameson Williams got suspended for six games for gambling to others, Quinn, C- Quinn Cephas and who, who else? Uh, C.J. Moore. C.J. Moore. Corner, yeah. They got released and they're suspended for the year. So I feel like this kind of alters the Lions draft process just a little bit, but I wouldn't say a number six. So right now I have the Lions taking Tyree Wilson, who you guys had going to go the Seahawks. I think Tyree Wilson kind of makes a decent amount of sense for the Lions I mean, I'm not a Lions fan, so I don't know as much as you guys would. But, I mean, having Aiden Hutchinson and Tyree Wilson on the same line would be just nasty. So I think Tyree Wilson would be a decent pick for them there. Um, more about you guys for the f- fellow Lions fans here. Let's see, I would love to see Tyree Wilson because mm-hmm. I would also love to see Jalen Carter, but I think mm-hmm. that everybody in the that has a pick that's in the top 10 of the NFL draft order I think is pretty scared by his off-field presence, Jalen Carter, that is, and just his drastic decline from the combine to Georgia's pro day and his legal issues and everything. I think he's the best raw athlete in this class, um, but I don't see either him or Tyree Wilson. Obviously, I have him going to the Seahawks. I'm going with Devon Witherspoon here, corner out of Illinois. I think trading Okuda really kind of hints at opening the door there for a defensive back and we really kind of need it, it's even after our off-season signings. Um, so this is Devon Witherspoon here for me. So, um, I I have CJ Stroud and Anthony Richardson available still after going. I don't like a, I don't, quarterback. I don't like a quarterback here. <laughs> I I don't either, but I don't like. I'm I'm not a fan of taking a corner that high again. I don't think that. The investment is there. Yeah, I mean, you can PTSD guys. from Akuda. I mean, that I'm was getting so three. much yeah, PTSD, was... and we traded him too. Like, what? Yeah, I mean, we got to a be fifth fair, rounder out of him. You got a we fifth got rounder out of a guy who was it didn't live up to expectations. I know. I mean, did he have a decent? I mean, he got yeah, a he decent year last, last year. year. Yeah, but, but overall, it just didn't really work out. Um, yeah, I, I mean, really. Are they going quarterback? I really hope Brian think that. I mean, look. They it, know Jared Goff's not the future. And I mean, CJ Stroud is best player available. I mean, yeah. But. I mean, he's on your board, so, I mean, it makes sense to take him there. Yeah. But, I don't know. That is interesting. I mean, because like, you have Jared Goff for, I mean, he's a very good placeholder. But if you're thinking about the future. But you're also looking at a team that has to win, like, that is ready to win now. Or you could take the best defensive player Slash offensive player on the I don't know yeah. it's interesting. I'm so. not a I'm not high on Gonzalez or Witherspoon either. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to be good. Like they'll start and play well, but I just don't think they'll be like that high level guy. And we'd sign too many players for it to work. So I'm going to go quarterback, um, Stroud or Richardson, really either or. 
it just depends on what the front office thinks is going to fit better in the offense. Yeah. It, um, but I will have the other quarterback going at eight to Atlanta. So doesn't really matter mm-hmm. who they end up with. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting. I mean, Lions are like they're in that spot where you could take a quarterback and develop him or you could just go best player available and you're ready to win now. So it's going to be interesting. I got Tyree Wilson. You have, uh, Gray, you have Jalen Carter, correct? Devon Witherspoon. Devon Witherspoon, yeah. correct. So it's going to be interesting to see how that goes. On to the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, the Raiders need a lot of help in – the secondary, I, I think we can all agree on that. It, it'd either be Christian Gonzalez or Devin Witherspoon. Um, it'd be one of those guys. I have the Raiders selecting Devin, Devon Witherspoon uh, from Illinois. Uh, they need a lot of help in that secondary, so I think this makes perfect sense for them. Um, what about you guys? Well, in doing my little bit of research here on the Raiders' needs, uh, I'm going a little off the beaten path. I'm taking Peter Skaronsky here. Mm-hmm. Um, tackle. I believe he's going to be moved to an interior lineman. Um, I think just shoring up that offensive line, which was kind of near dead last in the rankings last year, even though Josh Jacobs did win the rushing title. Um, I think shoring up that offensive line, especially bringing in a quarterback like Jimmy Garoppolo, where you're going to need more protection on both the inside and the outside, um, is key. So, and McDaniel's is an offensive coach. He's worked with some elite offensive linemen in his days uh, with the Patriots and with the Raiders. So I'm taking Peter Skaronsky moving from tackle to interior offensive lineman here. Um, I got Witherspoon. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. They have a pretty dry knee that corner, and mm-hmm. that front office is questionable. Um. I mean, it is the Raiders. They're going to do something stupid. So. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, They're going to go, like, they'll take, like, the 10th highest rated rated corner on their board. Yeah, so, so um, I think I think Witherspoon's the pick. He's the top corner there, and, like, it just shouldn't be anything else. But I wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. if they, like, reach for Joey Porter or something. Joey Porter, that's another good cornerback prospect that we can get into in a little bit. The Fal- Atlanta Falcons now. Um... I got them selecting Nolan Smith. Um, he's been shooting. Ooh, he's been shooting like up draft this. boards. Um, I think he's an athletic freak, and hey, he, he's from Georgia. He's one of the star. Who's one of the stars on that national championship team from a year ago? So I got Nolan Smith at that at that um, at that linebacker spot. I mean, the Falcons need a lot of guys. Some guys on that defense. Uh, you get you sign Jesse Bates, but I think adding Nolan Smith to that defense would just kind of complement what they can be. So. Yeah, Nolan Smith is the pick for me. Yeah, I I do like that. The more that you explain it, I do like that. But I just think with the offensive struggles and not having quarterback short up here, I don't go quarterback, but I think this is where the speculation ends and where B. John Robinson goes. Um, running back is a glaring Ooh, need for John to Atlanta. Yes, like running it. back is a glaring need. You know, they bring in Kyle Pitts. Arthur they drafted Smith loves his yeah, talented it, running backs. I mean, pretty solid offensive line. Drafted Jake Drake London last year, so they've got some pieces to work with in terms of pass catchers and Bijan is another one of those pass catching running backs uh, who's an athletic freak and by many considered to be the best player pure raw player in the draft so I've got Bijan going to Atlanta I think this is 
it, it's either edge rusher or running back, and I think they take Bijan just out of fear that he might go, that he might just kind of not drop to whatever their next pick is. So, I got quarterback here. Um, I think they like Ritter. I just don't think they see the long-term value in him. He didn't play great last year, and, you know, he wasn't really – I think he was a consolation pick. They were like, oh, we don't like any of the quarterbacks to draft early enough. Let's go grab someone who could pan out in the second round. I don't think they're there with him. Um, so I got either Richardson or Stroud. Yeah, I mean, that's another interest. That's another really good selection. B. John, I got B. John coming up here, but I think B. John would, would be fun to watch in Atlanta, a guy yeah. that they can yeah. rely on in, in the backfield to help out whichever quarterback they have. Um, I mean, if it's Desmond Ritter or somebody else, I mean, Desmond Ritter, I mean, selecting a quarterback there, I mean, like – do you think, Minnie, you really think they're going to move off of Ritter after one year? I don't know if they'll move off. I think they'll mm-hmm. have him compete, mm-hmm. but I don't think they believe that strongly. They're still right. in the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes. That is true. Too. They can go after Lamar. So they can go after Lamar. I mean, Lamar is going to get moved at some like if, if Yeah, he has to. I don't foresee him playing for the Ravens ever again. Yeah, yeah I agree. So on to the Chicago Bears, um, who traded down from one to nine for the Panthers. They are at the number nine overall spot here. I have the Bears taking Paris Johnson. Yes, um, sir. I, I, everyone's saying Skaronski. I think Paris Johnson um, is a very smart, versatile, and athletic offensive tackle that would fit in with the Bears right away. Um, and I, I like I like this pick for them. I mean, Skaronski or Darnell Wright, they're both really good players. Um, but both any of these guys would be good. But I just think Paris Johnson would kind of st- w- w- is kind of standing out for me right now. Um, so I got Paris Johnson to the Bears at number nine to solidify that tackle position that bit that they have been has been a glaring need for them for many many years. So yeah, that's what I have too. I mean, I really like the Paris Johnson fit. Mm-hmm. Um, he's honestly my number one tackle in the draft. He's really really good. Like, just there's no way around it. Um, so I think he's the pick there. They need a tackle, and it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just I've got him too. You know, I I think Peter Skronsky is going to turn out to be more of an interior guy, which is why I have him going to Las Vegas in number seven. Um, you know, Paris Johnson, he's athletic freak, prototypical left tackle, six six three thirteen, all that you could possibly ask for in terms of an elite, agile, strong left tackle. I think he makes the most sense for the scheme in terms of what they like to do offensively with kind of a uh, an outside of the pocket presence with Justin Fields. Um, so, yeah, I think he, he makes the most sense here for me. Definitely. On to the Philadelphia Eagles, who have the New Orleans Saints pick at number 10. This is where Bijan goes <laughs> off the board. This is where Bijan goes, Bijan, 100%. Yeah, definitely. No, Bijan, this is a team that can afford to make a mistake here. I mean, well, I mean, it wasn't. It wouldn't be a mistake because per, uh, a guy like Bijan Robinson is, a, I wouldn't say a generational type of running back here, but he is – the best running back in the draft period. So uh, the Eagles can afford to make this type of pick. Um, this would solidify the running back room with the loss of Miles Sanders. Um, and you re- immediately replace him with a guy like this um, who's going to be your almost every down running back in Philly. So, yeah, I mean, to solidify that Eagles offense, give me B. John Robinson and the Eagles at 10. So. Yeah, I, w- I would love to go with that, but I have him going to Atlanta at 8, so mm-hmm. I actually did some crazy off-the-wall stuff here with this one since I had to kind of think on my feet. I have them trading back 
the commanders trading up and taking Will Levis at number 10. Uh, mm. I, I, I am sold for the most part on Will Levis. Washington is in need of a quarterback. They're pretty dangerously like kind of under the radar loaded on offense and quarterback is the, the glaring need. They're going to probably have the most expensive defensive line in the history of the national football league coming up here in a few years uh, with a chase young extension for sure. Um, so I think quarterback is is what Washington intends to do. I have him trading up uh, and Philly trading back at number ten. So to take Will Levis. Yep, Bijan uh, too. Yeah, I got Bijan yeah. too. I mean, it all the signs point towards it. They didn't re-sign Sanders. They didn't really bring in a running back one. They brought in Rashad Penny, who's not that. Um, so yeah, I think everything leads toward Bijan, and that honestly puts them right back in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Adding a guy like Bijan Robinson, who's the most NFL-ready type of running back prospect. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's already. I think he's already going to be better than Miles Sanders. Yeah. On day one. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he can also catch the ball. He could put him at wide receiver. He can do everything with a guy like that. Um, and that I think that he'd be perfect in that Eagles offense. On to the Tennessee Titans, who look. This is the biggest wild card in my opinion of this mock draft Agreed. because this is a team that needs a lot of. Talent. I mean, they they could they could go Bijan. They can go select the quarterback. They can select defense. Even though they signed a lot of guys, they signed a few guys over the offseason on on defense. Titans, though, I'm. It's, it's so tough because they do need a quarterback. But Ryan Tannehill, he could start another year. I'm gonna go Will Levis. I think this is where Will Levis falls off the board here. I got him to the Tennessee Titans because I just I don't know if they're sold on. Uh, Malik Willis, um, you know, he showed some flashes last year. He almost yeah. beat the Chiefs on Sunday Night Football, but he's still got a lot of issues to work with or work around. So right now I got Will Levis. Um, it's just it's such a wild card with this team. I mean, they just got they, got, they did not have a good offseason. They're in cap hell, so it's going to be really yeah. interesting. So This is literally probably the hardest team out of any first-round team that didn't make the playoffs yep. to pick. I mean, they. the rumor is that they want to move off of Derrick Henry. They're going into rebuild mode, but they don't want to commit to it. They cut Taylor Lewan. They cut Ben Jones. Um, they let uh, David Long walk to Miami. So they could literally do anything here. But I think with having um, – who did they draft last year? Traylon Burks. Mm-hmm. I think having Traylon Burks is the number one is a little glaring, especially if I think they do end up keeping – uh, Ryan Tannehill for another year. I think this is where Jackson Smith and Jigba goes. I think they go receiver here. If they don't move off of Derrick Henry, we'll see what whatever happens with that. But, I mean, it's going to be a total rebuild here, whether they like it or not, within a couple years. So I think this is Jackson Smith and Jigba's spot, number 11 to Tennessee. Um, I got Quinn Johnson, so I, I'm following the receiver trend. Yeah. But I think Quinn Johnson's the pick. Um, You know, they went – Someone with a similar, not Traylon Burks is in between Jackson Smith and Jigba and um, Quinn Johnson in terms of stature, but I think they like those kind of big receivers who can go up and grab a ball. That's true, yeah. Compared to, like, they have the pattern of it. They traded for Julio. They didn't like Robert Woods, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really think that Quinn Johnson's the pick there. I do like the JSN pick, too. Like, I don't hate that at all. I just think what they're looking for offensively. Yeah, that more it, prototypical big wide receiver. Yeah, type thing. Quentin yeah. Johnson is exactly that. 
No, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's just going to be so interesting to see what they do there. I mean, the, like I said, the biggest wild card in this draft, in my opinion. On to the Houston Texans, who have the number 12 pick from the Cleveland Browns and Deshaun Watson trade. If you're going to draft C.J. Stroud, why don't you draft his receiver, too? So I got Jackson Smith and Jigba going to the Houston Texans. I think this makes the most sense just because you need to surround C.J. Stroud with weapons. And I think Jackson Smith and Jigba is a guy you can rely on. You know, Quentin, it's, 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 it's kind of for debate on who's the better one. It's, is it JSN? Is it Quentin Johnson? I'm going to roll with JSN here just because, you know, I, what he did in college, even though he was hurt a lot last year, he, he put up big numbers and he was a beast. So right now I'm going to roll with JSN to Houston, um, but I wouldn't be surprised if they go Quentin Johnson as another receiver too. So. Yeah, in thinking about it more, I have Christian Gonzalez written down here, honestly, yeah. but I'm kind of – going back and forth on that and I might take like an omission of I think they could do either both here they took Stingley last year he didn't really work out that well they have John Mechie coming back kind of in that receiver core but they did trade Brandon Cooks I'm gonna go my my gut tells me Quentin Johnston but I think they could also go with Christian Gonzalez too. just pair him with Stingley a couple young corners they do need that um my gut says Quentin Johnston to draft C.J. Stroud's pass catcher, but I think they could really also go with a corner here, too. Um, I have JSN as well. Mm. Um, it just makes sense. They need a receiver. They, you know, their team fit is more Jackson Smith and Jigba mold. Um, so I, I, I don't know if they'll follow that sort of fit from last year to this year, but bringing Cooks back was something along those lines so i think jsn's the pick here no yeah that that's i mean that, i think that's the safest pick for me just because you got to surround cj Stroud with weapons and hey you got the, you got the chemistry so i mean why not pair your quarterback up with the, his receiver in college so on to the new york jets um you know if aaron Rodgers goes there or not we, we think he's going to go there you need it you need to give him some protection um because the jets offensive line was not very good last year um you know, I'm I'm, re- I'm I'm reading some of these pieces that, you know, GM Joe Douglas has left the Jets' offensive line in shambles. So I'm gonna have the Jets take Darnell Wright from Tennessee. Um, you know, this is a guy that played really well against Will Levis last year um, in the Alabama Tennessee game. I really like his tape on Will um, against Will Levis. So Darnell Wright would be a good pick here. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it's Skaronsky. Um, he's still on the board here, but Darnell Wright. I think would be is just another safe pick for them because you know they need a lot of offensive line help. Helps so all go with right. Yeah, it, the O line is glaring, but I think bringing yeah. in quarterback that a quarterback that's going to kind of resurrect the offense. They brought in offensive pieces. You know, they brought in Alan Lazard. They brought in uh, mm-hmm. Michael Hardman, Brees Hall coming back. You would assume. I'm not sure what really his timetable is. The defense is loaded, but I'm going defense here. I'm taking Nolan Smith. Um, I really like the edge rush pick. I think defensive line, besides Quinn and Williams, is probably their most glaring need on defense, and they really don't have that many. Um, so I think this is Nolan Smith for me. He's the best defensive player left on the board. He's an athletic freak. It's kind of like what happened with C.D. Lamb and the Cowboys. They didn't really need a guy like that, but I think he's the best player left on the board, so might as well go ahead and take him. No, I mean, it worked out for the Cowboys. I mean, they didn't really yeah, need a exactly. receiver at the time, yeah. and now he's CeeDee Lamb's the Cowboys wide receiver one, so. Um, I'm kind of there, too. I think 
Jets need a tackle. Um, mm-hmm. Then I got them going Skaronsky. I have Skaronsky still left. He's the second tackle off the board. I just think Paris Johnson's better. Um, but I, I like Skaronsky as a player too, and I think he'll start for them should they draft him. Yeah, definitely. All, all very solid picks there. On to the last pick of our mock draft. Actually, we'll get in the Lions' 18th pick in a second, but the last one of the the other teams, the New England Patriots. Um, I got Christian Gonzalez going to the Patriots. Um, they need, I think they need some secondary help. I think Christian Gonzalez could be a leader back there for that New England secondary. So I think it's just a, another safe pick for them because you know they they the Patriots need a lot of. They have some guys on defense, but I think Christian Gonzalez can be a good player for them back there out of Oregon. So give me Christian Gonzalez in New England. So I'm thinking, God, my gut is telling me Broderick Jones because they need the O-line help. Um, stellar tackle out of Georgia. But I could also very well see either Dalton Kincaid or Michael Mayer here, our first tight end off the board at number 14. Mm-hmm. The Patriots need everything. They need to get more help for Mac Jones, and I think that is their – number one priority in this offseason they already kind of tried to do it with Juju Smith-Schuster but I don't necessarily think he's a wide receiver one I think they're going to try and kind of ride with him unless they're in the D-hop sweepstakes heading into the draft but I'm going Broderick Jones here just to get that O-line help for Mac Jones but I could also see our first tight end off the board too um, and that is perfect segue because I have them taking Dalton Kincaid. Really? And yeah, I really like Kincaid. Kincaid's a really good player. Um, he blew up. I didn't blow up, but he he's performed big against USC multiple times. Um, I think Kincaid Kincaid's just really good, and he makes sense in terms of what that New England offense is trying to run. I don't think. They're ever really going to stray from that until Belichick's gone. So at the end of the day, like, it's just what it is. And they really need a tight end. They traded Janu or cut him? Um, They traded. I, I don't know. He's gone but, regardless. But Janu didn't work out. But they he still wasn't. have Hunter Henry. They on still have roster. Hunter Henry. Um, and they I brought in Gesicki, too. Yeah, I don't think they're super content with Henry. I don't think they're content with. Gesicki either like he's not he's he's solid but he's not a needle mover and no. I think that's what Dalton Kincaid is and there's probably two guys at tight end in this draft that are like that him and Max Mayer but Kincaid's just it's solid amount better I'd say or Michael Mayer not Max oh, Mayer yeah. and uh, and we're at, I guarantee you we're gonna see some stuff with Belichick where he's just gonna go way off the board like didn't who did he select last year. Um, oh, the oh, O-lineman. The O-lineman. Yeah. And he, he was like, a th- a th- his grade was like a third round. Yeah. Hit. yeah. Rams, that's right. I, just, yeah. I can't remember who it was. but I, you know, Cole Strange, I, I think. Cole Strange, yeah. yes, you are correct. And I think Cole Strange actually played pretty well from the he last did. year. He so, did. I mean, we're, we're going to see some stuff with Belichick. He's just going to take some guy that's way off the board um, who's graded like a second or third round pick. So this pick will probably be wrong. Anyways, we're gonna, uh, that's going to – conclude our mock draft we're gonna get into some quick nfl storylines before we sign off of here but we gotta talk about the detroit lions this just broke today around i think it was around noon or one o'clock your friday news dump but um what's his name uh james i was having a brain fart there jameson williams 
the Lions' first-round pick last year was suspended six games along with Quintus Cephas and C.J. Moore. C.J. Moore Quintus Cephas for the entire season. Um, uh, Jamison Williams for six games for gambling. It's, it's it's an interesting segment because you know this is a this is the Lions team that's had a lot of um, positive momentum coming into this this off season, coming into this 2023 season. And it kind of took a little bit of a speed bump here. Um, uh, Gray, I mean, I'm going to start off with you. What are your thoughts yeah, on I, what happened today? I mean, I wouldn't say that this is – this isn't a season killer by no, any it's not. means. Definitely like, not, not at all. And, I mean, pairing him with Amon Ross St. Brown, I think, could be one of the best spectacles in football in the next years to come. I think once he comes back, it's going to be interesting to see how he comes back from this and how he performs because he's got so much hype going into the season. This is a little derailment. And it's going to be interesting to see how he performs once he comes back because there's so much hype around this team. There's playoff aspirations. There's NFC North title aspirations, which I think are all very in-line aspirations. So just seeing how he performs is really, after his suspension is up, is really going to determine on if he can be the guy for if he's worthy of an extension, if he's a good pair with, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown or if he's a potential trade at the draft in 2024 so we'll see um yeah I mean J-Mo that was, that was tough to see there's mm-hmm. just no other way around it especially because like reading more into it as I found out more and more he, it could have been really really easily avoided mm-hmm. and that's probably the worst part is like man you could have just walked out of the facility dude yeah yeah, like I mean, that's all it took. You to not drove, drove, driven down the street. You, yeah, you could have just walked bet. across yeah. the street and done it because it was literally a World yeah. Cup futures bet. Like, who are we kidding? But um, like it makes sense because fans have been freaking out on Twitter about him being absent from OTAs yeah. and all of that, and they're like, no, like JMO f- he was frustrated last year, and this is him showing more of that and all of that, and it just wasn't. He just was suspended but um it's tough i hope he still is able to come back this season and i mean it's a what a five game suspension six six so i hope he's able to come back this season and give us 11 solid games you know maybe get like around 800 yards something like that like that'd be i would love to see that yeah 800 yards i think a a few touchdowns nice deep balls but like that's a good target i think 800 in his final 11 games that's a good target to be like we're keeping him, and he's we're not moving off of him anytime soon. I don't. I mean, I don't think they really would until after year three. Yeah, that, just with the yeah. way his recovery and everything went after this season. But I see your point where to like if he doesn't perform next season, exactly. he becomes a more he's damageable quantity, more like Akuda, liability. Then, yeah, no, no, it's, I, it's interesting. No, definitely, and I think it even hurts more because look, I mean, he's not off the entire season, but. It's still technically his rookie year because he missed he missed right. like eleven or twelve games last year, and now he's gonna miss another six. I mean, you need, you need that development from a development yeah. from a guy like that, um, who's your number, who's your first round pick, um, who you're relying on a lot, and you got this happening. So, yeah, I, I don't know it. Be, he's thank God the only one that is of any real value that we are losing in this entire situation. Yeah. I mean, Quintus Cephas is. A number four or five wide receiver doesn't really catch that many balls. C.J. Moore is no more than a special teamer. 
Mm-hmm. Thank God. I unfortunately, in their case, don't think they'll ever play in the NFL again after this. Um, perhaps they would, but that's up to whoever signs them. But you know, I I think moving up, I, and I do believe in Brad Holmes' philosophy that he has as being the GM of the Lions, where it's it's building through the draft like it always has been. But we also went out and got some really key free agents on the defensive side of the ball. I think this is only one little minor hiccup in what's otherwise going to be a very successful season so hopefully my prediction is correct no yeah i still think i still think they're winning the north i mean it's just a little bit of a speed bump yeah it's just no more than a little hiccup no yeah definitely so i i I still think the lions take the north and before i mean i I mean we can go back to a mock draft for a second because we got to talk about the lions 18th pick who do you guys think the lions are taking at 18 i forgot to mention that earlier so who do you Lions got the 18th pick. Who do you got? I don't know yet. And this, bless you, Manit. Thank you. Sorry. I Jalen Carter's most likely going to be gone. I don't yeah. have him in my top 13 or 14, but yeah. he's probably gone. The Packers need everything. I can see them taking Jalen Carter realistically. To me, this seems like another kind of wild card. A guy that didn't really play a ton. He, I don't even think he necessarily started, but he was on that loaded defense of Iowa. This seems like Lucas Van Ness to me. Pair him with Aiden Hutchinson, um, go defense and defense, 6-18. and 18. I think that's the only real logical thing for the Lions to do in the first round. So this seems like Lucas Van Ness to me. So. Um, I like Van Ness. I had him going at 15 to the Packers because they're out of pass rushers. Um, but I have Gonzalez at 18 to Detroit. Um, him or... Brian Branch I wouldn't be upset with because Brian Branch is super flexible and can play corner, too. I would like Joey, Joey Porter, Or Joey too. Porter. Yeah. Um, but I'm not a big Deontay Banks fan. I think he rose more so of his combine, and I'm not a big fan of players who, like, all of their stock comes from the combine. Exactly. I yeah, Trayvon Anthony, Walker. It's Anthony Richardson. So, yeah, like, um, yeah, I think Banks is a good player. I just don't think he's worth going ahead of. Gonzalez, Porter, Witherspoon, or even Emmanuel Forbes. I like Forbes more than I like. I do. Yeah, I like him. He's uh, a more skinny, than I like yeah. Banks. So. No, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, if Joy Porter is on the board here, I would definitely the Lions should definitely take him. So if he's on the board, I have the Lions taking Joy Porter Jr. from Penn State. I think that makes a lot of sense with with trading Okuda. So it's going to be really interesting to see how that goes. One last segment before we sign off, a little quick one. Where is Aaron Rodgers going to get traded yet? Is he going to be traded on draft night, or what's I, going on with him? The rumor I read on Twitter today is the soft deadline is next Friday, what would be April 28th, rounds two and three of the NFL draft. That seems like that is probably the play. The more that I look at this, if it does happen before the first round, I think the Packers obviously end up with number 13 um, and probably most likely retain their 15th pick. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I the soft deadline is next Friday, but I do see the comp- – I mean, the only thing now is the compensation, literally working that out. What are the Jets going to give? And I think that gets worked out by this and week. And the Jets yeah. just don't have any leverage here. I mean – No, they, not at all. You're no. being forced to trade for Aaron Rodgers, and the Packers are just asking for so much. I just don't – it's just going to be – Interesting to see how much they give up. I, 
I, I think it'll be. Do you think it'll be a, fir- a first rounder I and then at least? Yeah, I think first rounder at least, maybe a, a first second and next a year. second, probably. Yeah, not the second wouldn't be this year. I think the second next year, but yeah, the first. I would say this deal's not complete mm-hmm. without a first rounder. Oh yeah, probably. definitely. So, yeah, I mean, um, I think they need a first rounder. Really, no way around it. Do the Jets have two picks? No, they only I don't have think one. So thirteen, no. I think. Thirteen's gone. The, yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. But that puts the Packers in an advantageous position because if they're at the point where they don't feel love's ready, you have thirteen and fifteen and go get exactly go to they like do quarterback go to three. There. Yeah, trade with the Cardinals. That's yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. It's gonna be really. It's. I mean, I hope he gets traded next week because I want him out of the NFC North. I just <laughs> agree. I'm just, I'm just that that competition is gonna be interesting because, like I said. The Jets just don't have any leverage, and we're going to see how much they have to give up. So I think that's going to do it for this episode of the Pylon Mock Draft Edition. Thank you so much to Grace Skalerik and Manit Patel for joining us on the show once again. My name is J.D. Coster. We're going to be back here probably around next Friday. I mean, the the third round, the second and third round is going to be going on by then, so we're going to recap the first round of the Thursday night NFL draft and it's going to be really interesting to see how the first round shakes up. So, first, Grace Scaleric, Mini Patel. My name is Jada Coster, signing off. You're on the pylon. Have a great day, everybody.